Welcome to the Vital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting-edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Today I had a wonderful chat on all things keto with 2B Keto founder Nathan Schmidt, a former athlete who suffered from severe injuries, weight gain and alcohol addiction. Nate was a Division I football player in college. At the end of his career, his body was destroyed and he suffered from chronic pain. To ease his pain, Nate turned to alcohol and food. Nate has an amazing story and we talk, all, we talk through that. We talk all the ins and outs of keto, the side effects, benefits, common fall downs and common myths. We also look, like, look at what keto looks like to Nate um, and running an exclusive business looking after all aspects of clients' health and the amazing quality of food prepared by him and his staff. We talk about Superfuel and how it came about and the awesome ingredients and the amazing taste that he's created through these products. We also talk about how to individualize keto and much, much more. We hope you enjoy. Uh, to talk all about your amazing to be keto and talk keto the whole way through and your story. So thanks for coming on. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, pleasure. So to get started, Nate, I wanted to run through how you ended up where you are, a bit of your history and story. Um, I hear you've had, you've, uh, you've had a few injuries in the past and um, a few interesting things that you've been able to heal and also, um, you know, the relevance to keto as well. So give me a little bit of a rundown of all that. Uh, okay. Well, I was always like the biggest kid. I was always the kid in the middle of the class picture that was like kind of chubby. uh, you know grew up an athlete in in the midwest in minnesota it's like a lot of like big biking people and uh a lot of like big football players in the nfl come from like the midwest like the tackles and those guys so grew up in a huge football culture in uh, minnesota and um I definitely had like aspirations to play in the NFL and that was like my track. I was like a totally focused on just playing football and um, didn't really explore any of my intellectual capabilities. I just kind of like put myself in a box of like being an athlete. And like, that was, you know, that was kind of like the, the most that I could offer to the world. And uh I got hurt. I had a bunch of injuries in college. I uh, ruptured a disc in my back. I had my shoulder reconstructed. I had knee surgery. And uh, I kind of like lost my identity. Mm. And it was really hard. Um, And then I ended up going to this school to like recover from my injuries um, called HealthWorks Institute in Bozeman, Montana, and studied body work. And like went through a huge like transformation and kind of found a new direction in my life to like healing and helping people. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole time I was kind of like consuming a lot of alcohol. <laughs> so that was like a big part of like my story. Uh, and I didn't realize like, like how inflammatory foods and, and all these things were like really affecting like my pain. So I was mm-hmm. searching for cures in in just like physical movement and physical like body work and just like trying to study the body but i didn't realize like what i was putting in my mouth was like really affecting my pain Mm -hmm. and um i basically kind of hit rock my own rock, rock bottom for alcohol use and this was like four years ago and um i started eating fat and turmeric because i had heard that that was good for inflammation Mm -hmm. And uh, I started feeling a little bit better and I stopped drinking alcohol and started consuming fat and turmeric and I was losing, I was like over 300 pounds and um, I didn't, I never heard of ketogenic diet. I never heard of inflammatory food. And then I started reading more and learning about anti-inflammatory foods and uh, 
yeah, I basically had a friend who was like, you're on a ketogenic diet. I was like, what? I don't even know what that is. And <laughs> so I peed on the strip and it was black and I, they're like, you're in ketosis. So then I, that opened up my whole lot, my whole like perspective to like what I was actually doing in my physiology was really curing my, my chronic pain. Mm. So, and that's kind of like how I started like to be keto was like making delicious because it's delicious. Like ketogenic food is amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It makes it so much easier to stay on when things are yummy. Right. Yeah. So just kind of like hacking these, like, these little cravings and, and finding like really yummy solutions to like being really like anti-inflammatory and feeling yeah. way better. So. Yeah. Awesome. It's, um, you know, I, I've heard a, a story, you know, stories like this before where, you know, you, you become, it's it, it, part of what you do becomes your identity, like you said. And then when you have an injury from it, particularly sports or something that, um, you know, I, I guess men and women rely upon for, you know, outlets, in terms of emotion and all those sorts of things. And then when that's taken away, wow, you know, it becomes real raw. And then you, you know, realize that, that that was part of who you were and now what is you. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's a super, super um, hard journey to take, but it's something that I guess, you know, makes you grow and all these amazing things come out of it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I have a way bigger purpose than smashing people, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> making delicious keto snacks and yeah. foods <laughs> yeah so i like incorporating my my body work and stuff with the food has been amazing um i got my sonos just turned on i gotta turn it off sorry so, that's all right um, yeah so your um so body, body work just explain to me a little bit about what that looks like for you and what you do with that so um, I, I work with the LA Kings um, for a couple seasons and the St. Louis Blues. I also worked with like the, some of the Yankees baseball team. And uh, I traveled around uh, with the Blues. We made it to the third round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And just working on like 20 athletes in a day in the middle Whoa. of the playoffs, just like cranking, like incredible schedule, like huge um, – responsibility taking care of these guys and being like the sole therapist for like a whole professional hockey team that's crazy um, that's physical yeah, work isn't it super intense and i have a guy that like i have several athletes i'm still working with but like one of our main athletes is his name's nate thompson he plays for the flyers he's in the playoffs right now mm -hmm. and kind of like transitioning him onto the food Mm. And, and doing all the other like sauna cold plunge and getting him like on the proper schedule for his recovery and incorporating like treatments and traveling with him. Um, he's 36 now mm -hmm. and like, he's like the number one fittest guy. And like, is he's going to be in the league till he's like 45. Like that's wow. his goal. You know, he yeah. wants to keep hockey. And he's doing amazing. He scored two goals already this playoffs. And, like, it's just super fun to watch these guys, like, perform and seeing, like, how much more I can push them with my treatments when they're on the diet. Mm. And if they're not on the diet and I start doing, like, treatments, I can just feel their tissue starting to just get inflamed. And I have to tell them, like, hey, like, I'm not trying to sell you, but I'm just telling you that, like, <laughs> your be good. I have to stop. You know, yeah. like your tissues all inflamed. So, you know, working in like these protocols, it's, it's really profound. Mm, that's incredible. And having that sense of, um, you know, touch to actually sense that now because of, you know, how long you've been doing this. It's amazing that you can actually, you know, see that in these athletes. And for them, I guess, you know, longevity is one of their biggest main goals, isn't it? So, you know, no injuries, longevity, which means low inflammation at all times and recovery. That's it. Yeah. yeah inflammation is just, it's, it's just incredible, like how um, insidious it is and like how it affects everything. And it's so ingrained and it's so pervasive in our culture with, with what we're eating. Yeah. You know? Eating and drinking, like you say. Yeah, exactly. So before, 
before we get into, um, you know, to be keto and, and sort of a little bit more around that, tell me a bit of your own perspective on the keto diet and sort of what you found, you know, obviously with a lot of um, clients of mine, um, you know, colleagues of mine tried keto, always say it's really hard at the start. Um, and I think it's more so those withdrawals and not actually doing it a hundred percent right with minerals and salts and, you know, all those things. And then obviously there's that transition to looking at the better quality foods and all those sorts of things. Plus, you know, where they're at, how long they want to be on it for, you know, so in your idea, what, what sort of, and, and even from a athlete perspective, how long is the keto and where, where should people start? And what are the key kind of fall downs, I guess, from what or starting keto? Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. You nailed like huge ones for, for us. Like, I mean, it's it, one of the big ones is just like keeping it interesting because like your nutritionist can have the most beautiful functional plan and it's just not good. No, it's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, so one of the big things that we work on is just like keeping everything like interesting and alive. And um, I go to the farmer's market uh, once a week and then I, my chef gets incredible produce um, to the kitchen and we put together aside from like what's on the website for our super fuel we also run like a really exclusive high-end uh meal program for athletes and oh, celebrities and for, uh clients and we yeah. we basically like cap our client base at 10 wow. and we provide like incredible service um so i pretty much have put together like a, what you talked about was like you know celtic gray salt like especially in the beginning like yeah. amping up the salt content uh keeping it super interesting mm -hmm. making and and we hide fat everywhere mm. so the super fuel is one of our products and you wouldn't know it's just like a giant scoop of butter like yeah. that's it it you looks know? so delicious i was looking at it and all the flavors and the mushrooms in it i was like oh yeah. i need <laughs> <Yeah>. some of that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we basically, we make like little truffles that are like high fat emulsions with ghee. We do um, like really quality heritage uh, acorn fed pork. That's amazing. Um, from Marin Farms, we get grass fed beef, like carbon positive. And that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's just like the environmental impacts and like we're thinking about like utilizing the whole animal, making awful sausage and getting produced. Like what's good for the planet is good for us. Mm. You know, it's pretty basic. Like, you know, monoculture, grain fed, like beef is terrible for us and it's terrible for the environment. But pasture raised, organic, free range like beef is really good for us and it's actually sequesters carbon which is amazing that's so the cool. trick is to, to consume the whole animal yeah because 78 percent of america's waste is food mm. so the, one the, of the, the key nutrients are in all those parts that we throw out as well isn't it exactly. like there's so many nutrients in there to get yeah exactly so we try to like make them the most palatable we can so we make um like liver meat um blends with tons of herbs and hemp hearts in sausages and then we smoke them and mm. they're super yummy you know with like pork tallow and like just make them really unctuous and fatty and yummy and um there's just a way to like kind of handle everything that makes it much more like palatable for the american palate yeah um, yeah so and then just like saying like this our food food is too cheap like it should be expensive like of the things that like we need to focus on is like sleep food safety you know yeah, 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 yeah. it's like not important no actually i've so never never heard it put that way you know a lot of the time food you know like you buy you buy organic food and you know you can't um <laughs> 
it's too expensive. You can't guarantee that you're you know, going to be able to afford that every month. I'm like, well, well, you can't guarantee that your health is going to be good all the time if you don't do that. So that's if you spend good money on your food. And I, I totally agree with what you say, actually. It's, it's, it's um, pretty insightful in that, in that way that, you know, if you're spending your, your good money on your, on your good food, then that's in a way your vitamins and your minerals and your fuel. And why wouldn't you want to fuel your body well? So exactly. that's super important. I love that. I told my guy, like, you know, he has a Ferrari. And I'm like, dude, you're the Ferrari. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like your brain, like your, you know, like your energy that you put into this planet, like do, you are the Ferrari. Like we got to put premium fuel in you. It's just such an yeah. obvious thing. I can't believe we're having this debate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And same with like people's animals, you know, they, they sometimes feed their animals better than they do themselves, you know, their pets and, yeah. and their cars. Yeah. Look after their cars way better than they look after themselves. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So in terms of what you see in these athletes and people you speak to, what, how do they fall down other than the making it interesting, um, you know, getting it to taste good and be palatable what are the other things that you see being big failures in, in a sense? Well, I think like for, for me, I look at it like it's all these opportunities, like mm. from a product perspective kind of. Yeah. And like from like these little hacks and maybe this is like shouldn't share it on the podcast, but I'll just do it like, anyway. <laughs> <share something>. like, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's like if a guy is, is addicted to fruit, you know, like we can – we can make these gummies with grass fed gelatin and apple cider vinegar. And it's like, you're eating fruit, but it just doesn't, it's, it's all these amazing things in these gummies, mm. like gelatin little gummies. It mm. feels like you're eating fruit, but there's no carbohydrates. There's tons of superfood like in it, like calms your gut. So the way I look at it is like these little opportunities to give my clients like awesome. And it, it just like, it's like another invention. Like mm. everything is a new invention, like yeah. custard, you can make incredible custard like keto custard just make ice cream base like heat up heavy raw heavy cream whisk in really good eggs and you can add like lemon juice or um cacao we did a passion fruit one the other day yeah and it, you, know, you can turn them in an ice cream machine and make like really good ice cream or you just have custard mm-hmm. um, so i i see them like like i know your laser beam is pointed at this thing and I just want to like tip it to this. <laughs> Love it. You know? Yeah. So I yeah. just try to like, just kind of like deflect them off of the crap to yeah. like something that tastes almost the same. And it's just not. And, and then the other thing is there's so many like garbage products out there. Yeah. You know, let's say keto on it, but it's got like, okay, what is that? Like, mm. what is in this? Like, what are all these things that are in this thing? And I, and it's really frustrating for me, like to come into the, and even to name my company to be keto a while ago, and then to see like these like fibers that are stabilizing fat in a bar and they like totally tear up your stomach and give you horrible gas. And they're just like Mm. kind of giving like this, this physiological chemistry, like name ketosis, like a really bad name. It's just chemistry. Like that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like, like stay away from like, stay away from like things that are wrapped in plastic, probably pr- pretty good rule that have like a lines of like, ingredients. <laughs> you just have, like have no idea what they are. Like, so stick to whole foods and then don't think that you're eating pasta if you're eating zucchini. Cause it's not, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, it's just like a different thing. Like, who's not as good as pasta? Because it's not pasta, you know? (laughs) Just not, I'm sorry. Um, You know, and then just kind of like eating enough salt. You got to get your minerals. You got to drink water. You got to eat enough fat. Um, Like, these are the things that we build into our program, you know? So it just makes it like super training reels for our clients. They don't even know like, okay, you're great. You're at, you know, 3.3 3.3 or 0.5 or whatever one you know millimole of ketones great you're in buddy you did it you know mm. and they didn't even know that they did it because like we kind of held their hand and they just got all the things 
Yeah. But for someone that doesn't have that kind of support, you know, it's, it's like if you start to feel like you're dragging or you feel dizzy, you know, like you got to get good salt, drink more enough water and eat enough fat because otherwise you are just starving to death. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you, you literally need to eat more and then remineralize because your body is like excreting that and breaking it all yeah. down. So, yeah. So we start people with like bigger portions in the beginning mm-hmm. and like make it like really comfortable and then just have them eat slow and stop when they're satiated. And then if their goal is to lose weight, then we just taper down the, the portions as they go. Yeah. Because when you're in ketosis, like you don't really think about eating. Yeah. At least no, you, you don't. don't. You're full. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, you know, that, that, that famous keto flu. So that's what you're sort of talking about there where you, you know, you feel dizzy, you feel a bit run down, you feel a bit crappy, and that's, you know, that's the moment where you got to look at, am I eating enough? And am I having enough minerals? And that's, that's probably the key things for there. Now, when you run these athletes and even yourself, do, do you have breaks off keto? So like, is there, there breaks? So what would be the recommended that you would say that be optimal for you and your athletes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it also depends on like, like Nate, like, you know, in a game we'll drink um, some, like sugar water, yeah. you know, like in the middle of like super high intensity, like training. Yeah. Cause like he's going to rip here. through that sugar, Yeah, you know, and he's not gonna, he's not going to get out of ketosis because it's gone. Mm-hmm. The sugar's gone. So performance is different, you know, from, <laughs> you know, and then if you, if like we work with a guy who um, does like jujitsu and like, he's awesome on just like a grinding, like, like low flow of keto diet like super Mm -hmm. high fat Mm -hmm. so i think it just depends on kind of like what what kind of activity you're doing yeah um but cycling out i i feel like we're not counting really we're not counting calories yeah which is good i don't like doing that that's just boring it doesn't work it's silly like you're done eating when you're done eating (laughs) i totally agree (laughs) you know um and then if you're really feeling like drawn to eating carbs, like awesome. Like let's cycle in some of the, of the least inflammatory carbohydrates mm-hmm. and let you be out of ketosis for a while. And then you're going to start to feel probably like a little bloated mm-hmm. and a little bit like you're not focused, but we kind of get them back in before that happens. Yeah. 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 So I think it's nice to come out, but I usually only come out for like a week, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I like, I like to let it be more intuitive. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to go back more high fat. Awesome. So then we just like cut out the carbs again. Yeah. And I think education is a key, right? Like a lot of people go carbs well, you know, and still to this day, I have clients coming in saying to me that I've got carbs. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut out the carbs. So I'm going to cut out pastas and I'm going to cut out bread and cakes. <laughs> I'm like, well, vegetables have so many carbohydrates like that and fruits obviously so i think education is a key for people to know actually what are these things that we're talking about um you know so for you vegetables you know how many you know obviously quality is huge like we've spoken about before the the animal products as well as the vegetables you know organic obviously is going to be much better for all over health Uh, vegetables how much how much would you say that you have in your day and what types of vegetables would you be adding in so we have a we have a list. It's pretty basic. It's just approved, yeah, semi-approved, and not approved. Yeah, and you know, you can still have some non-approved foods, but I'd say it's just like your budget, mm-hmm. and you can use it how you want to use it. So if you eat a ice cream, mm-hmm. like you do not have anything left in your budget. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is my yeah. ice cream. But um, I think I, in the beginning, like I'm very anecdotal and I mm-hmm. like very much like a cook mm-hmm. and I'm not like a scientist and I try to stay in my lane as much as possible. Yeah. So my favorite thing and what I like to get are parameters from my clients, what they love, and then parameters from like the experts on what is not okay. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, push out like the most delicious things I can with the parameters. Yeah. You know? So in the beginning I ate a ton of vegetables because I yeah. felt like I just needed to put things in my mouth. 
Um, so I would just like blanch veggies and like dip them in our ghee um, mm -hmm. sauce that we make, mm -hmm. like curry and barbecue sauce and different things like oh, that. Oh, yum. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, like carciferous veggies, mm -hmm. just like we just crush them. Mm -hmm. Like just eat. If you feel like you need to eat, just eat. Like our gummies are just grass-fed gelatin. Um, nuts are semi-approved, so we give them a little jar of like egg white candied nuts, mm -hmm. and like that's all you get for the day. You yeah. can't just eat nuts all day mm. because Which that's too much. Too much. A lot of a lot of people eat a lot of nuts on keto. Yeah, and that's probably another fall down. That is a, for sure. Like they're packed with. <sighs> They're just, they're too good. It's too much, it's just like too easy and they're too snackable. And if you have a giant bag and they don't portion them, like it's just, it's, they're gonna knock you out. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And when you think about like how it takes you to get it off like the tree nuts, like what it would take for you to crack one of the nuts. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, and you cannot, so what our thing is you can't crack into the second jar. Yeah. Until the next day. <laughs> And that's literally like the challenge that we have in our society now. Yeah. It used to be getting into the nut and now it's not opening the second container of nuts. <laughs> it's just as hard, <laughs> but it's a totally different mechanism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's incredible, you know? Um, so yeah, um, I would say, I don't even know. I remember exactly what we were talking about. Oh. <laughs> veggies. So what other veggies would you say are like, yeah, go for okay, it. So, yeah. So like we do a lot of zucchini, eggplant, yep. uh, peppers, but we like take the skin out or like the little veins out the skin off. Um, we do like right now, tomatoes are just insane. So we do mm -hmm. tomatoes, um, but not a ton of tomatoes because they're, they do have a little bit of sugar in them. Um, we do cabbage, we do tons of mushrooms. Mm. Like we have these providers that get us literally lion's mane mushrooms that are like this big. Whoa. Like they're just, the mushrooms, the way that they're starting to like do these mushrooms, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Like we get full uh, cordyceps mushrooms that we mix in with our bone broth. So you do one of our bone broths and you blend it with a, like a miso truffle. Mm -hmm. Dump it over uh, cordyceps mushroom noodles. Oh my gosh, you're making me so hungry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like just like explaining to them too, like the the power of mushrooms and how yeah. they like have these incredible effects to open up your lungs and your brain, and like fight your like for your immunity, you know, and like how we handle like these huge chunks of like shaga mushrooms and we put them in our bone broth mm. and then we press you got to pressure cook them to get the enzymes out of them you know oh, so yeah good. So, well world needs more mushrooms i think all different types yeah. of mushrooms yeah they're incredible for sequestering carbon carbon as well like mushrooms are amazing mm. so, so we cool. use, a ton of, use a ton of mushrooms um yeah pretty much like any like like green like all the greens mm -hmm. you know like leafy greens yeah uh, we make uh, mct oil dressings mm -hmm. and full fat raw cream like ranch like ranch dressing is amazing when it's like made with like cultured like sour cream and raw cream you know Yum. gosh yeah. i gotta get myself it's, over it's, to america and try all this <laughs> <laughs> You're just teasing me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. These are, these are like the, you know, veggies. We have a list. We stick to the list. But like all the other things, like even just like raw cream, we use a good amount of raw cream. And my clients are like, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm like, well, that's cool because there's very little lactose in heavy cream. Yeah. Especially raw cream. Like, yeah. I'm like, just give me a chance. Just give me a chance with this ghee that we took all the lactose off. Yeah. Give me a chance with this cream that's a very little lactose. Yeah. And then they 99% of the time, like, we're, we're like, I'm not bloated. Like, I don't feel it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So Drink important. Skim milk. It's such a 
twists you in the mind. Mm. Think it's like got no fat or something. It's gonna have less lactose. So it has way more lactose. Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's where butter and ghee are just so powerful for people who have any of those milk intolerances. That you know can really change the game for them. And good quality ones, because I guess you know a lot of people will react to those different qualities just because of the way that it's been processed as well. So super important. Now, what I love about keto is that it is so many nice, beautiful leafy greens. It's it's so cool. That's what I love about um, people eating keto, as long as you're doing it right. And I think it's with anything. It's very individual. People need to be looking at their own circumstances and then be able to make that decision of when or how long or when to come off or what they need and listen to their body as well. So there's, I guess, all those, those circumstances around the keto. And that's why I think people fall down so much is that there's that education and awareness not there. Yeah. And you can still indulge, you know, like every once in a while, you can still like at a birthday party, have a piece of cake. But like, at some point, you're just like, you know, auntie, I'm sorry, I'm just not gonna have any mashed potatoes. Like, I don't, I love you. And this is not like, personal. Like, I'm not, I'm not upset with you. I just don't (laughs) want, you know what I mean? Because like, my family is like, they look at me like I'm crazy and I'm like, like, I look at me, look at like, look at what I did. Yeah. Like, I just don't want any fucking mashed potatoes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so right. Like people do so much these days to please other people. Whereas yeah. we're not pleasing ourselves or looking after ourselves as much. I don't think, you know, with the jobs that we do, we don't have passion for a lot of things. We're saying yes too much. We're doing eating things just because of other people and, and pressures. When we were looking, if we're looking after ourselves, we'd show up so much better. We'd be so much happier and obviously be able to sustain our physical body so much better and not be grumpy because we're feeling pain or can't think straight, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, you're not drinking. What happened? Like, this is good. Like, it's yeah. good. You yeah. know, like, it's good that I'm not eating this cake. Like, this is a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah. and like, I think it's really powerful for us to just like, if you have this awareness and like, you can stand up for other people too. And like, say like, Hey, like, it's so hard to like, convert people, like to preach at people. And mm. like, I ran into this for years, like my mom who was struggling, she actually passed away from cancer. Mm. And like, this is one of the things that drove me into like this whole diet yeah. um, was like me like preaching at my mom and mm-hmm. like telling my mom like all this stuff. And like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like that's what I'm learning more and more. It's like, you really just have to lead by example and like really just like try to make um, just stand up for like yourself and like make these decisions consistently. And like, it does, people will gravitate towards you and ask you like your auntie will come over and be like, can you tell me about that? Because uh, something happened here, you know? <laughs> and, then you, and then like, then all of a sudden you have like a lane to like express something. But if you're the person like standing, which I have been mm. like talking down to everyone and like standing up on my pulpit and like, yeah, it doesn't work. No, I think a lot of people go through that initial stage and I did too back in the days when I was onto something good. You know, you get so passionate and you're like, this needs to be shouted from the top of the roofs and I need to tell everyone about this. But yeah, like you say, that psychology of people, they don't work like that. They want to look at something and go, oh, that's good. I want to make my own mind up about that. And then, oh, now tell me more. And it happens so often with people. You just see like the following of the crowd or following of the person that they want something that they've got. And that's the best way to grab people. And that's, yeah, it's just a lesson that I think a lot of people learn along the way. If, you're, if you've come out, of, you know, a good thing, <laughs> you're yeah. like, yeah, that's just live by example now and people will, will pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, can you tell me about your practice? Like what, what exactly you do? And So I'm a naturopath here and I... Like so, so I have a multitude of different clients that I see on a daily basis. Um, I also lecture and um, supervise in the student clinics here for the naturopathic students. Um, yeah, and I, I write courses for myself and also for Home Hope Org, which is health optimization um, medicine. And I work with um, colleagues in the US with that as well. Um, so I've got a, a lot of different things I'm doing. I'm doing my master's in nutrition, <laughs> human nutrition as well. 
crazy stuff, which is interesting. But again, it's a lot again, it's a lot of mainstream knowledge that I fight against and just having to do assignments because of the fact that they want and require certain things. So it's challenging yeah. me. I can't shout at the top of my and my lungs in <laughs> in the courses that they put out these days, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, my practice, you know, various different things we use for treating here, you know, obviously supplements, diets, herbal remedies, um, compounded nutrients. Yeah. So it's, it's very varied and we use lots of different testing and um, labs that we have for very various markers as well as um, compute complete nutritional analysis as well, which is the health optimization medicine. So yeah, I, I would say I keep interested <laughs> because it's so varied. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. So do you, do you like prescribe, is a ketogenic diet something you would prescribe to like a client and what are the parameters that you would like look for or where you would steer someone not towards ketogenic diet? Yeah. So I guess it's um, the, I, I have a big part for um, why people are doing things. So what I want to know is um, are they going to stick to it? Do they have enough knowledge for them to be carrying forward and do it safely? And um, do they have um, enough education from me and resources from me? And are they um, at a state of health that they can actually handle the, the, the keto? Because I get varying degrees of illnesses and diseases coming through my doors. So some, of the, some people just don't have the vitality, let alone the um, ability to concentrate on something new. So it's building them up first. So with those people, I wouldn't probably go towards a keto. Um, you know, a lot of women I do stand, tend to be a little bit more cautious with because in my experience, if done the wrong way, keto can mess with hormones for women even more so than men. So that's something that I'm very aware of. Um, so it's just more so introducing more really good carbs um, or carbohydrates at even the end of the day for women. So it's sort of more like a transient keto throughout the day that I find works really well for women. Yeah. Um, so you like, yeah. will still incorporate like um, like healthy fats throughout the day, and then and then in the in the evening for like recovery and pre sleep, you'll you'll add in some carbs. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I find that for women, like men and women, very different in our physiologies, and so I find that works really well. Whereas men, I find, can eat a really high protein fat meal at night time, and they'd be absolutely fine. So, um, you know, and different stages of the month for women in terms of their cycle is really um, something to be aware of as well. So, like you say, it's intricate, it's activity levels, it's health levels, and initially it's sort of where they're starting at. But I think education is a key with a keto because a lot of people will go off the internet, Google, you know, and just, oh, well, we're going to start a keto. And then two weeks later, I'm feeling awful, can't do it because there's bitsy information out there. You know, you don't get everything in one website article. <laughs> You definitely need to get some professional advice or at least someone to help you get started. So, um, yeah, big believer in that, like that empowerment and education. Yeah, it's incredible. We take one, like, very intensive client at a time, mm. along with, like, our other programming that we just, like, get the people the food. Mm -hmm. But if we take someone from, like, zero, like, it takes me – like I'll spend like three out four hours, maybe even six hours with a client a week. Yeah. Wow. You know, and like dig in and like we dig That's in amazing. a lot of other things, but we sauna, we cold tub, I do body work, yeah. but like yeah. we're the whole time, like it's like kind of centered around like, what is a good piece of meat? Like, how do I handle it? Mm -hmm. Like, where does it come from? Like, mm -hmm. You know, like there's, and you, we, at least maybe you think like it's second nature, but then you start saying things to people and you realize like they have no idea. No idea. Yeah. The you know? more and more I'm in my practice, you know, that the more and more I get surprised by the things that people are saying and that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's six yeah, hours. That's incredible for spending time with your clients. Like that's what everyone needs. That kind of attention and that kind of learning and teaching because we don't get taught that in school or early age. Yeah. So we just take one. I mean, I just take one at a time. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Just, there's so many other things going on, you know, um, with like the super fuel and, and our meal programming. So for me, I just, and then keeping the integrity high, we only take 10. 
So you look at like meal prep programs where you get like this plastic container of food mm -hmm. and like God knows like where it come from, where it came from and like what kind of plastic it's sitting in and you put it in the microwave. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Like there's like there's, how many meal plans are like that? Oh, like, almost all of them, right? Yeah, right. So, you know, my guys, my staff, like they're running to take care of 10. Like it's a lot of work, you know, yeah. to get fresh fruit prepped and like get it, you know, in these containers that are mm -hmm. like we can put in the broiler and make them like the veggies crispy and like all the things that you need to do to keep everything like yummy. Mm -hmm. Like it takes, it, it takes like a team. Yeah, absolutely. And people when, you know, the competition is out there, like just like cranking out these bags yeah with poor quality yeah well poor quality and 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 really relatively low nutrition <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and wow. it's you know it's incredible and that that's not even like touching like the the costco packed meat section yeah you know yeah where like 90 percent of people go to get like their food mm. i oh. had a costco I had a Costco short rib a while ago and it was so gross to feel <laughs> like how like like soft and like there's just like no texture and like once you start eating like really good meat and then you eat not good meat and you feel like it's just like not even alive anymore. Mm. It's so like fatty and weak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. When you get the, um, the taste for good quality of anything, you can definitely be very, very aware of all those differences. But the problem is, I think a lot of people have never actually one seen or, or tasted what it looks like to have good quality food, like the top quality food. And you, you need to have that, like you deserve that. And two, people don't know what it feels like to actually feel good because not many people have actually been in optimal health for their whole life because of the poor nutrition and poor lifestyle habits. So, yeah, to get people to feel that and then know where to get back to, I think that's invaluable. Totally. I, I never real, I didn't realize how, how crappy I felt for so long and how mm. much I had to overcome every morning to just like stand up straight and get out of bed and like stand up straight my back hurts so bad oh. and then like I would just like be eating Cheetos and drinking whiskey <laughs> like just carrying wondering why. yeah yeah you know like I you know it was it was crazy and then when I got sober and I got cleaned out and I saw all this potential in me and I cleared up my head and I started getting focused and like all these things start falling into place and then if I slip up and I have something and I'm like I'm like kind of like throwing up, mm. you know, and I'm like, I can remember feeling like this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it was just a normal way that I felt like I was just kind of like, felt like I could throw up all the time. Mm. You know? It's amazing what we can put up, put up with. Yeah. yeah. Like our body can actually sustain so much trauma and damage and to keep, still keep us going. It's incredible. <laughs> Just like get up at six and like shake it off and get in the shower and just start your day. Yeah. And then, and then when you put together like, you know, like three months of like a good protocol, you know, and, and you see the momentum you build off of that, like mm -hmm. that pays you Yeah. in so many ways. Like it, it, it monetarily pays you, like you will, you will succeed on it. Mm. you know and and not only that but just like the moment like just like how much better you feel and all the things that you get out of it it's just like that's what keeps that's what I want to keep my clients like on track yeah you know like oh, I want to get shredded like okay you probably will like it's a byproduct but you're gonna feel amazing yeah Cause there's other ways to get like cut up or whatever, like, <laughs> like whatever like people want, like there's other ways to do it that just are not healthy. Yeah. You know, but the byproduct of like, like sustaining this over like a year, it's just, in, it's incredible. And having a good body or whatever is, it's, 
it's just once you experience it, you realize that it's, it's really not the most important part of like everything that, like that I thought when I looked at myself in the mirror, like if I could just be skinny, <laughs> I could just like whatever, like everything would be good. And, you know, you know, it's just a weird, it's such a weird psychological thing, you know, that yeah. like yeah. once you get something, you realize that like the thing that you wanted wasn't the thing that you, that you thought you wanted wasn't the thing that you really wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like though, you know, when you're, um, you're feeling, you're feeling so low, you kind of focus on the external and media doesn't help. You know, we look at all these amazing bodies that are fake and, and washed over and, you know, all these sorts of things. And we compare ourselves constantly, but really like this vehicle that we're in, if we can do what we want to do and, move with freedom and without pain and without inflammation and be able to run about our day with the most amazing energy and then have the most amazing sleep. Like that's really all that matters. And, and, and what our muscles and all that look like, then it is a bonus. It's a bonus that then they can be strong to be able to do all the things that we want to do. May, may it be, you know, exercise or fitness or sports or anything like that. So yeah, it's, it's some, definitely a different psychology. It's like that reverse way of looking things rather than the outside first it's the inside to the outside yeah yeah and it's so hard to explain it to people like to to get the point across you know like you would like i would do i would have done anything to get to get the fat off of my stomach like i would have like you know made a deal with the devil like whatever i gotta <laughs> do you know but and then I realized that like being like puffy and, and, and overweight and all these like things, like it was, it's such a, it's such a bizarre thing to go through, you know, like to go through this rebirth and realize like you express like what's inside of you and like what your real potential is, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's an incredible thing. And like to now like be trying to put the key in to other people and like, like help fire up their engines you know yeah yeah you have the passion and the energy and the will and to be able to do it and sustain it to then be able to share it and that's that's amazing yeah it's overwhelming right mm. it's, it's like an overwhelming thing to to like even have like 10 people and like to try to to try to like take in these 10 and say okay like i i got i got you guys yeah yeah yeah. You know, and that's the way that I look at like our meal program. Yeah. It's, um, it's overwhelming. It's mm. hard. It's so hard. Yeah. But the you reward, know, I guess, you know, it would pay a, off, right? You see these yeah. people just flourish. Oh yeah. And like, that's why we just need like more soldiers out there that like understand, you know, like to say like, it's like fat doesn't make you fat. No you know the research is now coming out saying that they've taken all that back they've gone oh whoops sorry guys actually makes not bad you know, like they straight up lied to us like the biggest yep. company in the world like bamboozled us for mm -hmm. 30 years yeah you know and like we have to change the freaking ethos you yep. know like yep. we have to keep like this this messaging yeah because yeah. their propaganda is a lot to get over on our side and and we run into it every day right like absolutely and those people they still believe everything they've heard 30 40 years ago and that's what sticks around you still hear those old stories and those old propagandas coming out every single day you're like oh not this again my gosh okay let's squash that one <laughs> uh, you know like it's okay <laughs> yeah. and it's funny like that's why i called it to be keto mm. Because like, like keto's whatever, but it was more just like, like to just put my, f draw like a line in the sand and like, say like, this is like physiology and chemistry. And like, I just want to make a statement. Well, well, what about keto? Okay. Let's have a conversation. Great. We can talk about it right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just like fires up that conversation. Like right off the bat, we don't have to like mess around. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My, my biggest thing is I love getting real straight away with people and that, that's, that's what it's all about, right? We don't really have the time to fluff around with, people, with conversations that aren't really worthwhile in this world. You know, why, why not get to the real stuff straight away? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love it. 
Well, Nate, can you tell me a little bit about where to find you, where to find to be keto, um, you know, what you've got coming or what's going on in the next year or so, I guess, or even in the future. Um, so all the listeners. So we have to be keto.com. Um, mm-hmm. we have our super fuels. Um, we have Celtic gray salt, uh, like vanilla espresso with Whoa. the mushrooms. And then you just bake, take like a big scoop of that. You put it in your coffee or tea, the little like raw cream and blend it in your coffee. And it's just like a frothy, delicious coffee. We, so we have chai, chocolate and vanilla espresso. And we're shipping those nationwide in the U.S. And there's a lot more in the hopper, but we we have this one national product that we are super um, excited about. um, And it's like full integrity and and all the best ingredients and stuff. So amazing. Well, I thank you so, so, so much for sharing all of your insight, your story, your knowledge. Um, I would love to keep in contact and see what's been, what's in the pipeline for you because I just love your ethos. I love your ethics. I love all that you're about and helping people in the way that you do. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor. <laughs> so uh, we'll chat soon. Okay, great. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.